Today's class has been generously donated Le'ilui Nishmat Hanita Hana Bat Simcha Simi The Nishama should have an Aliyah Okay, so now we're over here in the 15th parak of Mesilat Yesharim And if you really learn this parak properly You will be blown away and amazed At the tremendous, tremendous understanding that the Mesilai Yisharim has in human psychology, how he understands human behavior, how we relate to this world, how it affects us. It's not Shaykh. I mean, the Amkis is beyond belief. So we're going to try to go slow and break it up because it's, like I told you many times before, this chapter is probably the most important chapter for us. Because the Mesilai Yisharim is dealing with what? How we get affected by going after the pleasures of this world. So that's the world we live in. We live in a world that the entire world gives us a message that we should take as much pleasure from this world as possible. We should try to enjoy every minute that we sin on this planet. When it comes to any type of whatsoever... Whether it's a type of food, it's like to the max. And everybody is trying to catch our attention when it comes to that type of, when it comes to the type of the clothing you wear. The whole world is talking to us and, and telling us things. Everything. I mean, every area of pleasure possible is being promoted and we live in a society and in a environment that promotes Enjoying Olam Hazet to the max. And yet, the Mesilat Yisharim is telling us that going down such a way, such a path in life, is destructive and dangerous. So we're going to try to really, really get into that sugya. Now, the biggest proof that what he's saying is true is because if you look into the history of the world, okay, we have never, ever seen a time in history that people have as much access to pleasure as they do today. The amount of money that the average kid has in his pocket, the amount of accessibility that the average kid has, the world has became the advancement of technology made life in a certain way extremely easy. Once upon a time, people suffered. It was a very difficult life. They didn't have so much. And they had to make do with very little. And today we have everything that we could want. The world is really, really coming out with the technology, is developing a way for us to do whatever we want, however we want it, and tries to give us complete control over our lives and our feelings, right? So that's where we're holding today. So you would think that the human being would be extremely happy today. People should be walking around smiling from ear to ear. There should be a feeling of ecstasy constantly. However, the fact of the matter is, and the truth is, that this is an extremely depressed generation. The amount of pills prescribed for depression is probably more than any other pill that's prescribed. 
People are not happy. People are stressed. People have anxiety. So it doesn't make sense, though. How could it be in a world that's full with pleasures and things you can do with ease and you have access to everything you want and everything is serving your will at the moment you want it, we should be happy people. But we're a disaster. So that's why studying this parak of the Silai Yishanim is very, very important. And we're trying to go into it and understand the science behind it. Why this is happening to us and how we can actually truly become happy people. That's a very deep thing, okay? So yesterday we began the sugya, and the Mesilah Yisharim told us a fascinating chidush, that nobody would think like this, and I'm going to try to explain it today very deeply, but you need to have some introductions to understand it, okay? The Mesilah Yisharim told us that the only way that the Yetzel Hara can get you to follow your desires for the sake of pleasure and enjoyment, the only way you can do that is through a power, what we call the power of dimyon, which is illusions, and pitui, which is seduction, where he talks to the heart, very similar to the way a salesman seduces you to buy something. That means, if your mind is clear, your seichel is very clear, you would never ever follow your desires and indulge in the pleasures of this world, even pleasures that are not forbidden. That's what Mesilah Yisharim says. That's a big chidush. We think the reason why we run after the food and the cars and the phones and the technology and this and that because we have taivas. Mesilah Yisharim says that's not true. The taiva has to be preceded with a certain illusion that comes before it. The illusion creates the will, and the will is what you get the pleasure from. Okay? But it begins with an illusion. It's a very deep concept. But the first step in understanding the concept is I want to train you like this. Okay? You have to get this clear. Okay? This is something you have to get clear. If you don't know this, it's very hard to even understand the entire parak. Okay? You got to get this clear. The human being... The Jewish human being I'm talking about, the Jewish man was created in this world for a certain purpose. Okay? To put it briefly and mildly without getting too into it, but basically, you were given a certain personality, you were given certain desires, you were given yitzarim, hergeshim, feelings, which you're supposed to develop those personalities and feelings and all these emotions in a way that will bring you to attach to Hashem, to become close to Hashem. Okay? That's in a very mild way of putting it. Now, all this tremendous kohot that you have in you, tremendous amount, what they will give you when you do attach to Hashem and when you use them properly, what's going to happen is you're going to feel what we call tainuk, is pleasure. You're going to feel pleasure. You're going to experience what we call simcha, happiness. You're going to uh, experience what we call menuchas hanefesh, to feel very content and calm and, 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 you know, comfortable 
you're going to feel sipuk. You know what sipuk means? You're going to feel like you're fulfilling your your life is being is fulfilling. You're just going to feel really good. Not just spiritually you're going to feel good. You're going to feel good emotionally. You're going to feel good psychologically. You're going to feel good. Every ounce of yourself is just going to feel geschmack. You know why? Because you're using your body and you're using your talents and you're using your emotions and you're using your feelings and you're using your, what we'll call them taivas, your yitzarim. You're using them in the correct way. When you use this big complex machine here in the right way, that's how you feel good. But here's the deeper step. Inside of yourself, deep within yourself, you have in you that you want to feel good. Because you once felt good before you came to this world. You know where you felt good? Up there. Your neshama felt givaldic. It had an attachment to Hashem. It experienced pleasure. It experienced a very fulfilling feeling. It was there once. Okay? Now it was thrown into a foreign world. And a foreign, confusing world. And it's yearning to get back to what it was. What it experienced. Okay? This is what we call zikaron. In deep within your memory, it's still there. The memory of your soul, it's there. And you're looking for it. You're searching for it. Now here begins the sugya of Yetzar. Kan matkila sugya. The Yetzar knows exactly what you're searching for. And what he is doing to you is creating an illusion as to what you're actually looking for. So he's going to say, Simcha you're looking for? I will show you how to get Simcha. Oh, pleasure you're looking for? I will show you how to do that. Menuchas HaNefesh you're looking for? I'll show you how to get Menuchas HaNefesh. All the things that you're looking for, because it's in your nature, it's, it's built into you. It's built into your actual Matthias. What you're looking for, I'm going to show you how to get it. And that's the illusion. The the problem is that when you follow him, okay, it is the biggest letdown possible, and it's the most dangerous thing possible that ultimately leads to depression and many, many psychological and physical illnesses in the world. And that's the secret of this entire parak of Mesilas Yisharim. And he brings out that amkis like nobody could bring out only the Mesilas Yisharim. But he talks in Mesilas Yisharim terms. He doesn't talk in American terms. So when we could translate what the Mesilas Yisharim is saying in American terms, then we could relate. But he's saying deep things in the Koiches HaNefesh Very deep. So let's just take one thing for a second and try to analyze it, okay? So now... There is something in what we look for pleasure, right? Okay, so I'm going to teach you some things now, some basic uh, human stuff here, okay? Pleasure, a human being can only experience pleasure if it's preceded by a will for the thing. Got that? That means the most pleasurable thing in the world, the most, if it's forced on you, it's not pleasurable. The only way you have pleasure is if you first want it. And the more you want it, 
and the more you anticipate it, and the more you look forward to it, when you get it, it finally feels much more pleasurable. We all know that, right? Correct? You were waiting to get uh, your snowboard, uh, David, right? I got one. You got it, okay? So, But you were anticipating, you were waiting for two years to get that snowboard from your aunt, right? So David Sacker was waiting for two years to get a snowboard, and he was thinking about it and dreaming about it and whatever, and he finally got it. How exciting was it the moment it came? Amazing, right? But that same snowboard, if just out of the blue, one day your aunt would have dropped off a snowboard that was never on your mind, you would never think, okay, it's nice, it's a geschmack, don't get me wrong, it's a snowboard. But it doesn't have the same pleasure. Because the pleasure needs the ratzon. The ratzon is what we call the karka, the ground, the background where pleasure stands on. Got it? Clear? Is that clear? Everybody knows that? Forced pleasure doesn't feel good, no matter what. And according to the level of ratzon, that is the level of pleasure. Okay? So now you're ready for for a, a riddle? You ready for a riddle, Rabbi side? So watch. I want something. I get it. I experience the pleasure. So naturally, what that does is my brain registers that I got pleasure from the thing. So it should, it creates, a, should create a more intense ratzon to want it again. Because now I felt it. Now I felt the geschmack, right? I want it. So if the rutzen is more intense, then the next experience should be more pleasurable, right? Because again, you got to chap the amkese. It's not the steak that tastes good. The more you wanted the steak first, the better the steak tasted. Got it? You understand how it works, Devere? The more you wanted the steak before, the better the taste the steak tasted. So now you wanted it, you tasted it, ah. Gishmak, brain registers. You want it again, but now you want it even more, right? You should want it even more because you, now you felt it is. And then the steak should keep tasting better and better. Correct? Got that? That's the muscle. Steak first time, gishmak. It should get better and better and better and better and better because rotsen creates hano, and hano should create rotsen. However, every single person sitting in this room today knows for a fact if you would eat steak every single day. After a while, you would not want it. And not only would you not want it, you would be repulsed by it, and we see that the opposite effect is happening. You want it, you have hano, the more you take the pleasure, the more the will goes down. That's a riddle. Shouldn't be like that. Rotson creates hano. Hano should have been on the rotson to be more. And the Hanor should keep getting better, and the Ratzon should be getting stronger, and the Hanor should be getting... Better. But, when you go into Gashmias, it goes the other way around. You get your new car, wow, life is now... You know, the obsession you have before you get the car. It's like, you can't imagine... You, you, it becomes like the center of your mind, and your thoughts, and your, your whole... Like, my whole life, this is my life, you know? And then after two months, you're like, okay, what's the next deal? Who could I switch this car with and give it to someone else and you know it's like a backwards thing okay so the Masilas Yisharim is telling you if you would understand this lumdus, which I'll teach it to you but not today because we only have five minutes if you understand this lumdus, this amkis how the body works and how the illusion of the Yitzhahara who told you you're looking for pleasure here it is and then you follow him like a blind bat, you know? 
and you went after it, all of a sudden what happens is you start losing cheshek for the things that he got you for. And ultimately we'll show you how this turns into depression. Okay? So following Olam Hazza ultimately turns into depression. It turns into a lot of problems. Today's generation, we have kids who cannot concentrate. Right? Concentration is a very, very um, big problem. So we'll show you how the world of pleasure affects the concentration. It affects your mood. So depression, anxiety, uh, stress, uh, lack of ability to concentrate, uh, difficult to be productive, uh, how we give up very quickly, you know, we can't follow through, we can't develop. All these, all these kilkulim, all these destruction of the human being, which is getting worse and worse as the kids are getting younger and they're being born more into this madness, the destruction of the human being. So if you start to see that that is the destruction of the human being, and at the same time, you see that the people who use their desires in the proper way are actually happy, and they actually feel fulfilled, you start to see the difference between emet and sheker, so then the illusions no longer have you under the spell of the illusions. Then you broke the power of the Sahara. Because the power, like I told you, the natural desires don't take you anywhere. The natural desires are there to get pleasure. You're supposed to get pleasure. The Yetzirah tells you, I also want you to get pleasure. But follow my direction. But the Yitzhah says, no, no, this guy, he, your pleasure, you're joking me? Let me show you what real pleasure is. So once he puts you in the illusion, and you start to listen to him, you end up crashing. And at that time, you're so beat and so destroyed, you may need therapy, you may need medication, I don't know what you need. And then you try to self-medicate, and you try to get high, and you try to do all these dangerous things because you know why? Because your soul is screaming in pain. Your soul is suffering. Any guy who's getting high, smoking up, drinking, uh, involved in any negative way, you have to know that that man, is soul is in pain. And usually they are the higher souls and the greater souls because the higher and the most sensitive and great souls really yearn for connection, deep connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So they're looking for the Tainuk. They're very high souls. That's why they're suffering so much. The guy's like not such a strong Balhergish and, and whatever, so maybe he's not going to suffer as much. But this is a whole sugya. It'll take us a couple of shiurim here to try to really dissect the sugya, but, it, but I'm going to show you everything is in the Silsa Shuram. Yaakov Rai didn't make nothing up. It's all there. Just he turn, talks in Masil Sharm terms, and I'm going to talk in American terms and try to bring it down to our real life. Okay, we'll stop here for today.